Welcome to Overtime on Inferno, your weekly roundup of all the biggest stories in CSGO. Quicker than we could rate EG, unrate EG, and rate EG again. Uh, it'd be a really big help to us if you could uh, review us at the end of the episode. It really helps us. I'm Logan. This is AZS. Let's get into it. We have some banger, very important news to talk about yeah, today. So we have a very, very important discussion. Yeah, this is ground, gr- like time-sensitive breaking news. In the TLDR Discord, which should be in the description of this uh, video on YouTube and or in this comment section on on Spotify, Apple Music, etc., there's currently an argument about the best bun for a burger. Yeah. And we need to settle it here, now. Yeah, I mean, Kryles Kriller just said that um, he thinks brioche is overrated. Well, actually, no, which, what he said that he asked us if we think brioche is overrated, and I've taken that not. as him looking for validation. Um, and I'd just like to put it on record that he is incorrect. Yeah, he is, uh, in fact, incorrect. Um, pretzel buns? I don't know what that is. Well, the, okay. I know what it is, but I've never had one. Okay, I don't know it, what it's like. It's perfect. I don't have a better explanation than it's perfect. It's 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 pretzel in a bun shape on top of a burger. I mean, that's or pretty good. Encompassing a burger. I I've I say the best one I've ever had was two Belgian waffles, but I wouldn't recommend that for your arteries. I've also had that before. Very good, but could not do it on a burger normally. Oh, I definitely could. I just shouldn't. Um, brioche is excellent. Very underrated. If you're in uh, England or the rest of the UK, go to Morrison's. The bakery section, they've got these salt and pepper buns. They're so good. Oh my god, they're so good. They're just like these big, soft buns topped with loads of salt and pepper. Absolutely delicious. I've had burgers on, like, New York bagels before. Yeah, that sounds good. Banger. Yeah. Basically, here's, I think, our general thing. Um, If it's a carbohydrate and can be shaped into a bun. It's going to be for good. it. I'm yeah. for it. <laughs> I say I, I sent a picture of uh, there's a burger place yeah, in yeah. Birmingham, which is very good, called Hanbao. This is uh, whoa, and they have a burger called the Odd Future, which is on a glazed donut, um, turned inside out and grilled, uh, with uh, you know, cheese, burger, bacon, jam, but which frosting and sprinkles too. I, I, I'm not sure there are three better words put together than the bourbon, bacon, jam. Phenomenal. Phen- Genius. I, actually, I have once had Unduja jam, which looked illegal. Uh, with fresh chili and uh, baconese on it. It's oh, I, that... I, When I went, I had a burger that was, um, it was a mac and cheese. Mm. It's like, like mac and cheese patty with a beef patty and... For those of you who don't know, uh, we record this podcast at noon Eastern time, and I push my lunch off by an hour to do this, so <laughs> this is the roughest conversation we could have had right now. Sure. When I came to, so a year and a half ago, I went to New York, and yeah. I came and saw you in person, and we recorded a, a podcast. We recorded we, had, and then we went to burgers. We actually had a very good burger, and I had a blueberry and blueberry. green burger. It, oh. was, it was delicious. It was like big thick like burger and it just when i thought like oh yeah blueberry it'd be like a little bit of blueberry no 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 no. this was two handfuls of blueberries lightly 
like you know smashed a little bit and then just topped on this bucket. It was fucking good. It was so good. All right, let's talk about Counter Strike. We've now spent oh, three what? minutes talking about Counter what? <laughs> All right, uh, we're gonna start. We we're gonna get to what's currently happening in Blast towards the end of this episode. Um, but we have some other stuff to talk about first. Uh, we're gonna go in order of importance from least to greatest. We'll start with MSL and AZ. Um, whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> Hang on. They're they're playing on a new team. They they're currently playing as we're recording uh, a team called NKT. I'm not really sure what it stands for. Um, they're currently one and one with Coalesce. So you know, hopes aren't particularly high just yet. But you know, AZ's playing well, which is nice to see. I'm just glad he hasn't retired yet. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I say yet for everyone. They're playing with Nico, by the way. Recently yep. released from uh from Original Gamers. So that's cool. That's interesting. Original gangsters. I I prefer Original Gamers, but yeah, sure that works too. Um, yeah, I I don't have much more to say. MSL's no, it's just AC not Nico. to see them play. I mean, it's just that's an old North lineup right there. It's very nostalgic waking up watching them and they're losing. It's it's uh it's very good. Watching them and they're losing. All right, so on to the next bit of importance. Um let's go talk about Devil Walk. Uh Devil Walk, former two time major champion. One is a player, one is a coach, if I remember correctly, my counter strike history. That sounds about right. We're gonna we're gonna pretend that's right. If it's wrong, just pretend what I said was right. Um Fair he enough. will be joining the Bad News Eagles as a coach. I think this is quite an underrated move. I like I like move. Devil Walk. I think his FPX team was very well coached. Um, they had multiple different in-game leaders, and they kept a very similar system that was pretty successful for them, especially for the level of play they had. Um, and that team is, you know, basically when he left, didn't really do anything. Um, I, I suspect Devil Walk is quite a good coach, and I suspect this move is actually quite astute from them. However, Bad News Eagles at their best are a team who basically just forewent any kind of coaching and any kind of macro game and just first proed it up. So maybe I, trying to coach them misses the point. I Maybe trying to coach them misses the point, but I also think it maybe makes them into a more well-rounded team. It's only time will tell on... I don't want them to be well-rounded. Only time will tell on this, uh... James Banks has not yet uh, said anything huge and massive about this, so I will wait until Resident Hype Man says something. So, uh, well, I was talking about Bad News Eagles yesterday with a friend of mine, and I was talking about how they are the opposite end of the spectrum to big, and I think it's really important to have teams like Bad News Eagles in the ecosystem, because what big are are a macro check. Like, Yeah, they're, they're the big biggest... Like we will outpace you at every given point. We, yeah. We're going to be the, the big best. Will, big will working outplay you team. Yeah. in a macro sense, but in a micro sense, there are very few teams who can't just like outfight big. Bad news Eagles are the complete opposite. They have no interest in trying to outplay you. They want to outfight you, and I think it's very important to have teams like that near the top level because if you it are a good team, you need to be able to play against these teams. Like they are a good litmus test. Is your default solid? Is the way you play actually watertight? Or are you taking too many gambles? And a team like Big or a team like Bad News Eagles can exploit that in completely different ways. I think that's really important to have. So I hope it's, they actually don't become a more well-rounded team. 
it's the same as when people say something on the lines of like, oh, it, when you're when you're playing in like face at level ten or something like that, and you see a silver strat, and it's like, well, I didn't. There's no fucking way that this guy like actually did this, right? Like that's so fucking dumb. Why? Why are you? They're this. They're that to professional high level Counter yeah. Strike is they're going to be your silver strat, and they'll just take advantage. I of imagine you for... when right. you face it in North America, you don't have the same variety but in europe when you see a five stack of certain nationalities you kind of have it's kind of interesting that you have an idea of how they're going yes. to play in it's like, the peruvian peak because in north okay, america have, we, we get south americans interesting um, i think that's probably a lot to do with ping as well though no i don't think no, so because they ping. have gamers club in brazil and that's got to be less ping than oh okay than, than like la servers or, or we have servers. like every team from you know if you see a cost of five stack they do just play like bad news eagles it, it, it really is like that um and, and i think it's quite interesting how in europe that's these a lot of the big teams do follow the same stereotypes that the i think the, the ones that are different is russian like russian teams tend to be very slow russian well, five stacks don't there's three teams that don't play the same in like the top 30 and by the same i mean the same general play and it's big bad news eagles and outsiders and we have talked about how they yeah. are skill check on every other team at any given moment on yeah. many many occasions uh, outsiders are the most interesting because they can out micro you they're like big but with scale <laughs> and that sounds really bad but no no it's right like, okay. they actually like you could put fame on a you could put Fame, Flip, Jame on teams that just scrap and they would still be pretty good. Whereas, I'm not sure you could put Bad News Eagles players on big and they'd still be any good. Alright, let's go Let's go to the next bit. Um, this is a walk-on. I, I, made a, I, made a, I made a thing of like stuff we're going to talk about and then I just decided we were going to talk about this. So, uh, Blast has <laughs> announced the Paris Major qualifiers, um, which normally isn't that big of a thing. We all knew the RMRs were going to exist. Uh, opens are from the 13th to the 14th of February, and closed A is closed Which A is the are... last day of Katowice. So some teams, well, yeah, the whole business is kind of awkward. Last the the la the teams that are in the last day of Katowice won't be in open qualifiers. Well, yeah, but like you know, if there's people who are attending, uh, or yeah, you know, like that, like it seems so, weird to overlap that. But whatever. either way, throughout February will be RMR qualifiers. I'm taking this opportunity to announce that TLDR will be co-streaming some of these at some point with some cast of people. Yeah. So I have I, no I'm hoping to be in Katowice, so I won't be able to attend the open qualifiers. The open, but we, we will do other qualifiers. We're going to do some of them at some point. Keep an eye on Twitter when we will announce it, and they'll be co-streamed to Twitter and my Twitch channel or retail they are. Either way, we will be doing them. We did them for Antwerp, I think it was, and it was a big success, so we're going to try and do them again. All right. Yeah. Um, next is ESL Pro League, which I need to find the article for. You want to start? ESL Pro League. So I wrote all the welcome letters in the last two, uh, the last four days, um, which has been stressful because Katowice hasn't happened yet. And... <laughs> I'm having to write them as if you know, it was difficult. But uh, yeah, the, I, I that's the reason I, I can remember most of the teams that are playing. Yeah. Um, so there's some teams, interesting ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So teams going through. Uh, I'll start with the the ones that make sense. Astralis, Outsiders, Big, uh, Pain kind of makes sense. It's yeah. America, it's the first so. time at Pro League though. 
Pain. Interesting. Is that uh, first so time here in the big leagues? Pain, com- complexity, which again, NA. Partner team. Um, yeah. Cloud9 and OG, Evil Geniuses, which we will talk about more in a little bit. Uh, Spirit, yep. Phase, Fnatic, Eternal Fire, Furia, Greyhound, G2, Rare Adam, Heroic, Imperial, Maus, ATK making their appearance. Yep. Um, Navi, their first time as well, I think. Yep. Navi, Ninjas in Pajamas, Second Liquid, time. MIBR, Vitality, Zero Zero Nation, Movistar Riders, and Forza. I left two teams off the list. Three teams off the list. Rooster. Rooster. Rare Action, did you say? I did say Rare Rooster, Saw, and IHC. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Are, are my my interesting quick pick teams. Um, there's reasons behind this. Uh, Saw is actually a very good team, but last time we saw them at Pro League, they upset a huge amount of people. Um, and they when were was just... the last time? I don't think they've been at Pro League. They, they were, okay, they were at some event... Yeah, they, they nearly qualified for the major that one time. No, they were um, at Pro League Season 17. They absolutely were. No, wait, we're about to no, go into This process. is Pro League Season 17. I think you might be thinking of FTW who qualified through conference. That's who I'm thinking of. Um, and then the other Portuguese Ujerks and somebody else was on that team and got cut before they actually got to Pro League. So this is, the, this is the time they actually... Like they got cut from FTW, who got spanked to Pro League, joined Saw, and now have qualified, which is pretty, pretty fun. So pretty cool. in- interesting things about Rooster, uh, they're an Australian team, and let it be known that none of these players have ever played in an event that I've ever heard of. Well, so well, Chelios, I don't know if you know who Chelios is. I don't, obviously. About like three years ago, he was always like at the top of stats pages on HOTV. Like, okay, and. Nobody knew who this guy was because nobody had ever seen him. There was like rumors that he was like, um, there was all sorts of rumors about him because nobody had ever seen him. He'd never been to land, but he was like this insane kid. Nobody knew if he was like, some people thought he was like 29. Some people thought he was like 16 and a complete prodigy. Um, It seems like he's finally going to be on land. Everyone's going to see him. He's going to be a real person. (laughs) He's, like one of the, he's really talented by the looks of things. Like his his numbers have always been really good. So it's kind of interesting to watch him play. Like, oh, I've heard rumors about how good he is. So we actually get to see if he's any good. Chelios is the player I'm really excited to watch because I remember hearing about him a while ago. More of what what my big thing is is that Australia does not have a huge amount of teams, and so they generally recycle the same like ten players within three teams or something like that. Yeah. And these None of these players are any in any of that general recycling pattern yeah. that used to be like Greyhound, Renegades, and like I guess at order. the time hundred yeah order or hundred these there was like fifteen players that we just cycled between us. Yeah. These are all new players. Yeah, um, it's, from... it's going to be interesting. Like uh, yeah, you know, it's always um, fun to see new teams and new faces. Speaking of. Not new faces and not a new team, but a team we are nonetheless excited for. IHC is coming back. IHC are fun, man. Like I, I think this team is one uh, between them and Rare Atom. I think these might be the two best teams Asia's produced. Um, and I think Rare that Atom will go the under the radar. Tyloo team, mind you. This yeah, the other Tyloo was like the old Tyloo team could upset, whereas I feel like Rare Atom and IHC are actually. Teams who can play pretty decent Counter Strike and can actually win games. It sounds weird to say fairly, but like 
they they will not be totally when they won you always felt like it was not something that could be repeated yeah it feels the like way rare, rare atom play is more normal yeah because tyloo just w keyed it everywhere and hoped that their aim won yeah it was very it was it was the yukindar but for an entire team um, whereas players like jam young are actually very like i think jam young is really good i think he's it's almost a shame that he's Chinese because if he wasn't, he'd be on a much better team. I think he's really, really good. All right. Um, another. Let's talk about another tournament. This. So normally we get our information off of HLTV on uh general stuff. This one, I had to go deep into the pits to find the information on this. This would be I had good. to go to Dust2.us, yeah. which is terrible, right? I know. Um. So Holy I am Christ. Brazil. Uh. On Twitter was the from from IEM, the IEM Brazil invites were released on Twitter. They will be Navi, FaZe, Vitality, NIP, Mouse Sports, Fanatic, Furia, Heroic, Outsiders, Cloud9, OG, and there are slots for uh like an NA representative, an EU, what is it? It's e, two EU qualifiers, one NA qualifier, one SA qualifier, one Asia qualifier. Now you may notice distinct lack of any states of matter on this list um because you would have thought that liquid would probably be invited i mean at worst they're not first of all they're an in, they're an iem partner team so you would have expected that they would have been invited just off that basis but second yeah. if you go by any given ranking they're a top five team in the world whether or not they actually show that or not on also a given day. well liked in brazil yeah so uh seems a little odd um but the jackasses over at Dust2.us released an article basically saying that uh, Liquid denied the declined the invite because the event starts a week after the American RMR. <laughs> yeah, which I kind of get, but also apparently the they're, um... they're so well. Look, Brazil is such a big like home for Liquid. Like, they have a lot of fans there. You would have thought they wanted to. Uh... So. Uh... Now that we go to the actual Antichrist himself, Ryan at Dust2.us, uh, he put out a longer tweet um, about this, which basically said that if Liquid go to Brazil, they will be away from home for three months in a row at uh, least yeah. without even, like, thinking about a break. Um, and that's dis that's dependent on how you think about it and how you want to do it and, like, how the players think. But it... Plus boot camp, plus extended runs, three months on the road with no time. It's like we're back in 2019, just before the pandemic hit, where everyone was going. Um, Ryan's tweet is, Liquid's genuine realistic goal is to win Paris. They don't want to stretch themselves too thin. As a team without a roster change since Cologne last year, they genuinely have a shot to do so. Travel burnout is a real concern. Which, yeah, I get it. Is is reasonable. Yeah, I think that's reasonable. Um, right. Like all the teams that go to play in Europe can just go home in between yeah, it's, events. It's a shame for the Brazilian fans. I say, like, Liquid are pretty big over there because Fallen played for them because they're like a liege, but you got to take care of your own players first. Yeah. I mean, you th there is no one in that org that wants everyone to burn out pre-major and then go to the major and have a shit showing. Because yeah. we do need to show that uh, NA is better than France. Um, oh, I don't think there's many concerns over that. I know, honest. but it's an imperative thing. It's lasted for like 300 years. It's not like we can it's not like we can stop this. All right, next on the list. Speaking of France, 
my notes say France Keck W. Um, yeah. two bits here. Like we talked last week about how France is imploding and they're just continuing to implode. So there was talk of Python being kicked from Falcons with Body coming in. And then yes. they announced yesterday, actually, no. It's going to be hard. Haji is going. Uh, Body is coming in. And then Nell said that apparently Body and um, uh, Body, Body and, and Haji don't Haji. really get on. Yeah. And then the uh, general manager was like, oh, no, 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 that's nonsense. I'm happy to clarify in DMs. It's like, well, if you're willing to say that's not true in public, why would you only clarify it in DMs? That seems very odd to me. But you know, yeah. uh, as far as I'm concerned, what Nell's opinion doesn't really matter. You should really be saying it to your own fans, who's yeah. like, who probably you know. If you feel like they deserve, if you feel like what Nell is saying is untrue, you should clarify the actual truth to your fans instead of just sort of vaguely saying, "No, that's not true." Personally, that's how I feel. If you're willing, if you're going to go on record and say that, but I, I don't know what's going on. I don't think Body is even the same style of player as Haji. I don't think Haji should be getting cut from Falcons. Well, Falcons are actually like Falcons were a, a pretty solid team, and then they've like Theseus shipped their entire team into like all of the bad players from France, and now they're just going to be rubbish. Yeah, I quite like Body, but I don't think NBK and Kenny S are any good anymore, and I don't see how NBK Kenny S Body together is ever going to be better than what you already had yeah personally maybe i'm I, wrong I maybe kenny s can roll back the years and he's actually the he's actually 2014 kenny s again the worst part about the fact that i wrote france kick w is because we have not one not two but three french teams to talk about yeah um, i mean let's talk about number two heat we talked about the uh implosion of heat last week and guess what they're starting again. <laughs> yeah. So they're bringing I, Lucky back. So, so okay, Body is leaving, and Afro is leaving. And we'll talk about the team that Afro is going to in a minute. But Body and Afro are leaving, so they need people to come back in. Body was the starter of Double Pony, which was the team before Heat when they got signed. Jax is leaving Heat. Apparently, Lucky is joining for Jax. And then Maka Falcons is joining. Sorry. Yeah, Lucky is returning from the bench. Maka is coming from Falcons. And Rasmo, who is a name I've never heard of and who only has one event registered on HLTV, which is the yeah, ESL no National Championship French, France Autumn 2021, where he registered against the Heat Core, a .64 rating. Clearly impressed. This team's all over the place. <laughs> this yeah. used to be yeah, France's I... next hope, or or retired well, so hope. The... Or something. I'm pretty sure Heat couldn't afford to sign Body when they did, because there was talk that they like didn't have enough money to sign him, and they were like, "No, no, we've raised money to sign him." Was it Body? Or was no? It was Jack. Sorry, it was... they didn't have enough money to sign Jacks when they did, and they raised money to sign him. For whatever reason, like I don't understand why they did that because Jax is perfectly serviceable, but he's not the player who's going to elevate you to the next level. And I think now they realize actually we don't have any money. We need to scale this back. Yeah, I have a third French team that we need to talk about. Let's talk about LDLC, a name that you probably haven't heard from in a while. Um, 
And yep. there's a good reason for that is because they've been stuck in tier two France for a while. But we may have a solution, which is Afro is joining LDLC. Yep. And a guy by the name of Amanek, you may remember from being G2 Esports, I can do literally anything guy. Personally, has... I remember him from Misfits because I'm cool. Okay, Sean Gares. Um, has, is also on this team. So now we have two players who are actually very, very good with three younger French players who actually that could go either way on any given day of the week. This could just quietly have become the best French, like actually French team without trying too hard at it. Um, There's still Shocks and Smith's team. You never know. God, I fucking hate France. Uh, Screw and wrinkle. Just like, they're just so all over the place. I don't have a better Yeah, like, answer. none of these teams really fill you with confidence. Falcons look like the best one on name value, um, but that's if you're including how good they were five years ago. It's Whereas... like, if, if, you're, if you're running a popularity contest, it's Falcons. If you're running a, like rough history contest recently it's heat maybe mm, i'd if probably say falcons if, still if you're running like a like what have they done for you in the last six months con like thing it may be ldlc i, I it don't might know who be. it is I, I wouldn't i don't think any of them are going to paris which no. is just hilarious to me the closest so, they're going to have <laughs> is going to be like vitality and then apex is going to go like nine and 24 in an important game and they're going to lose Yep, and they're gonna like one of their two French players is gonna lose the game for them, and they're not gonna get past group stages, and it's gonna be beautiful. I actually just, I would laugh so hard if the furthest a French team gets in Paris is like group stage. I do they even get It'd to be groups? so nice? Are, are Vitality, Vitality will get to groups? Are yeah, they yeah. automatically in groups, or did or do they not? Nah, but they'll get through the play in. Like, hey, Benny Eagles, man. There's a reason they're at the <laughs> well, look. If I tell you, like the play in, yeah, they'll get through the play in. All right. Yeah, one and a half last bits to talk about. We're going to talk about Blast and then more specifically, Evil Geniuses. Yeah. Um. But let's start with Blast. So Group A, Group B have finished groups. Well, finished. We don't have a winner from each group, but the for all the games other than the the winner bit have been played. Um. Other than the Navi match, which literally just finished, actually. So all of them have been played. So we have the we have the the single elimination lower tier bracket thing still left, and the um the final one. But we can we can get some pretty good guesses from this point. Let's start with Group C, which went exactly as we expected. So this was the group with G two, Big, Navi, and NIP. Um, let's talk. Let's start from the bottom up. Big. Yep, that'll do. Yeah, okay, there we go. Next team. Exactly the team you think they are. Yep. Every time. Let's talk about the next team because there is a storyline here. NIP, Head Trick. Head Trick looks pretty good. Um, like Coming in as his first event, I know Blade said he's not ready to consistently play versus Tier 1. He looks like he probably is ready to play versus Tier 1. I don't yep. know how... I don't know if he's going to be the best over in the world, but He'll he looks be pretty damn good. Um. <laughs> They also had Hampus missing for their final game, which um, it's unknown personal issues. Wishing the best. 
Yeah, can't really it say much that, more than that. It's not. It's going to hurt their chances of going far if Hampus yeah. can't play. Yeah. Um. So they just they got beat by Navi just now. Um. So they will be. Yeah. In the, the he lower, wouldn't expect anything lower. less. Yep. But Hedrick performed well against Navi in both the games. One point two five in the game that they just played. One oh seven in the first game that he played, and against big one eleven. So. Yep. Totally yeah, respectful he, across the line. He's pretty good. He's kind of what you expect. Like, I expected him to be pretty good. He's pretty good. I don't know if he's going to be the best player in the world, but to be he's honest, I'm good. not sure NIP expects him to be. Certainly not just yet. He looks good. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about uh, the clusterfuck that was Group B. So let's remind you that this was the group with Phase, Complexity, Liquid, and OG. And if you are a longtime listener, you will remember that last week we talked about how Liquid in their opening match against OG, could absolutely lose. Not being Liquid's fault, uh, not being OG's fault, but Liquid just being Liquid. And guess what? They did it. And then guess what? They did it again. Yeah. I think, uh, I think OG are a little bit underrated. I think people... No, they absolutely are. I think people write them off too much. Like, what OG are is very inconsistent. But their ceiling is very good. I think people have... People, for whatever reason, don't rate the individuals on OG in the way that they should. Their individuals are very good. I think sometimes they're not always greater than the sum of their parts because I don't think Nexa is a great in-game leader. But I think the parts they have are very good. And when they click, they... I mean, they beat FaZe in a best of three last year. They've not been liquid in back-to-back best of threes. I think people are not really giving OG the respect they deserve. They're a pretty good team, and people, like, I don't know, just completely write them off. Uh, So I I can give you the reason I write them off on a general basis is because of the flip-floppity. And I think that that it's probably the way most people will write them off is, yeah, they may win this game, and that'll be great if they do, but, like, it's a coin toss, so I'm going to stick with the pessimistic side. Sure, um, but like when people talk about NIP, I always they talk about always. NIP. Well, we talk about NIP in a very different way to how many. But like people talk about NIP having like this amazing rifle core and just needing an AWPA. I was like, uh-huh. they don't talk about OG in the same way, and I find that very strange. I got NIP well, and OG to me are very similar levels, and people talk about it as if NIP are a full level above. <laughs> I, I think that's kind of unfair. I think OG. Uh, uh, a pretty good team, especially individually. Like Fiku, I think is a good player. Neofrag, I think is a good player. Flames, I think is a good player. Like I individually, think my... and Dexter is like on his game, and he's he's phenomenal. Like he's he's quite resource heavy, but he gets the job done. I think my big problem is not the underrating OG in this match; is the fact that Liquid should have won this either of these matches. Yeah, probably, but uh, I don't think it's like I don't know. I, I'm not that surprised OG beat Liquid because OG are pretty good and they're capable of beating good teams. And uh, and I think people, I don't know, uh, people underrate them because they didn't. People really wanted them to sign JKS instead of Fiku and Neofrag. And I think what they did is actually quite interesting. And I think, I don't know, I think this seems fine. I think it's, there's like a world where they click and become ends. And there's a world where they don't click and they, they end up just not doing anything. But I think this team is more interesting and, and better than people are willing to give them credit for. 
Um, other teams in this group, complexity went out. Four maps, nothing. I, I'm bored of talking about complexity. There needs to be a rebuild to this team, but we're not going to talk about it this week because I don't have the mental fortitude to talk about. Yeah, this. I just, I just don't care anymore. Like I tried to care for ages, and I just can't anymore. They're just boring me. Phase breezed their way through uh, to the finals. Yep, and then Liquid, you know, did Liquid things. And... Liquid are inconsistent as ever, but we know they can win against anyone. We know they can be a genuinely good team. It's we just... don't know if they are. Yeah, uh, Group A needs a little bit more of a deep dive. So the teams that are yep. in the group finals are Vitality and Heroic, as expected. As expected. The problem is, is it didn't get here how you probably would have expected. Vitality did. They beat up on Astralis, and they beat up in the upper finals. But Heroic got beat up by EG. Almost the first twice. Time. Mm, I don't know about almost okay, twice. Maybe not they, almost, but... They fucked them in map two and three of the second series. Okay. OG, uh, not OG, EG, whooped on Heroic. Maybe not whooped, but... Yeah, they, they, they looked very good in the opening they game. They very good in the opening game. I, I, if you remember last week, I said it's the first game after the player break. Anything can happen. There is a world where EG beat Heroic. Or worse to that effect. I was, you know, coming back of a player break, anything can happen. Yeah. Anything did happen. Then Heroic... Played him a second time, smacked him on map two and three. Normal services resumed. EG aren't actually any good. It was just a a lucky win after a player break I, that they've got too excited about. I wouldn't say they're not any good. I would. I'd say that they are a solid number twenty team. <laughs> I don't know about solid. They probably are the 20th best well, here's, team in the world, here's but my, it's very, here's my the sounds are permanently shifting. They put Astralis at 18. Yeah, well, I don't think Astralis so, are the 18th best team in the world. Yeah, I think EG is worse than Astralis, and if we're putting Astralis at 18, then I'll put EG at 20. But Let's check the only ranking that matters, the ESL world ranking. Oh, no, you have to check the Valve ranking, man. So ESL have Evil Geniuses at 21st, but... All right. Do you think Evil Geniuses are a better team than Sprout? No. No, I don't either. Uh, however, I will say some of the teams above them, ATK versus EG. EG are AT probably better than ATK. I think EG is a better team at this minute right now. I think EG are better than Complexity at the moment. I think EG I think... are miles better than Complexity. They took a map. <laughs> yeah. I think EG, Pain, MIBR... I'm not willing to call that, but I'm sure somebody would say EG is better. Fine. EG is better. I... Some of the teams below them, though, like I think Evil, I think Sprouts are better. In a in a best of three versus Bad News Eagles, how confident are you that Evil Geniuses win? I'm fifty fifty. Yep. Um, I'm so, I'm not confident. Something I do want to say is uh, in the games that EG did play, um, that there at least was an upgrade. Um, talking about, let, let's talk about Blueprint for a minute. Um, the the two or three players that came from the Blueprint here, right? The the team is made up of two old, quote unquote, EG players in Automatic and Breezy, one import in Neelan, and then two Blueprint players in Hext and Wiz. Hext and Wiz were good. Hext looked good for a bit, and then, and then Heroic just dicked him over and over again. 
Yeah, but neither of them were a liability. I I, I, I know that that's a really low curve. But that, neither, yeah, that really is like a low bar, isn't it? Like for for my bar for EG, which is very low to begin with. They were okay. I'm, I'm just looking now. So, obviously, they won the first series. Yep, great. And they won uh, Heroic's pick of Nuke in the second series. Okay. After that, in the final two maps of that series, they won seven rounds. Yeah. Like, we could talk all you want about how EG were impressive in the first series and how they took map one. They got seven rounds in two maps. They got two rounds on their own map pick. Yes. Hexed and Wiz, who were so impressive when a combined 16 and 33 on overpass. Yep. And it wasn't on much Mirage, they on went Mirage. a combined 23 and 33. Yeah. They're fine. They're no worse than Automatic, who over the full series right. went 28 and 51. Let's, let's make it very clear here. They are better. At least Wiz is better than whatever Cirque was doing. I mean, it's a bit early well, to say. I don't think no, he was no, very good no, no. in those final two maps. Like, yeah, he wasn't very good in those final two maps. But would Cirque have done any better? No, no. But okay, okay. But is he better than Cirque? Where the, the the two maps where they actually did well? Cirque went fifteen done... and twelve. Nuke, fine. In the map it's... they won. Rather, somehow Cirque would have had a negative rating on a map that they won. I don't know, man. I like. Yeah, okay, the maps they won were impressive. The maps they lost were not impressive at all. Like, every map they lost, they got blown out in. Yeah. I I, I think... Let, let, let's make this clear. Okay, okay. the closest they don't... got in a map loss was 16-11 versus Vitality, which was their own map No, 16-14. Oh, no, that, those they are They won 16-14. Uh-huh. So, they're um, two wi- they, they won two maps, 16-14. They won one quite cleanly against Heroic. And they, the other two, they won 16-14. They lost 16-1, 16-2, 16-5, and 16-11 in their map losses. And yeah. uh, there was another I, one as well, 16-7. Like, they I'm got not, smacked in their losses. I'm not ready to say they're good. No, I'm not ready I'm to say ready they've to, even got better. I'm just, no, I but I am prepared to make the claim that they are the second best team in North America. That's fine. They've overtaken complexity, which shouldn't be a mark that you're trying to aim for. But Fine. somehow it is. Uh, Alan Iverson was bigger than Muggsy Bogues. He was still tiny. I'm, I don't know how it is that somehow there's one North American team that's really good and that there's such a drop-off to every other one. I don't get it, but it's not for me to get. Yeah, like... <laughs> we... Evil Genius got smacked in the maps they lost. They won a couple of impressive maps. First game back after the player break, and then again against Heroic, fine. The, I think the only one I'm, I'd am i be excited about is that 16-9 versus Heroic, but they then just got splatted on their own map pick. And it's like... Yeah. Oh, they... Sorry. One one, one more statement before we go, because we're, we're we're we've hit the end of the podcast this week. Uh, we talked about Armar qualifiers earlier. Um, Blast has released some new information there. So basically, European, South American, and North American qualifiers will have an additional open qualifier. Yeah, people were complaining there was only one. Yep. So there will be an, a, 
additional one uh like a couple days later so that means caddo people won't have issues at least with yep. the second qualifier um that's all um we will be back again next week to talk about caddo we start next week in caddo i believe um, uh yes i might be well i'm yeah we'll work out when we can record I, i'm working caddo so we will start next week for Caddo, but until that point, uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter at, at RedTLDR, at LuminaRapUp, and at AZ-esque. Goodbye. Bye, everybody.